Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And today, Lindsay, we are going to the most haunted town in Kansas. And it's in the same town as another very haunted location that we have been dying to go to. I, I know exactly where this is without knowing what we're covering. It's got to be in Atchison, Kansas. It is definitely in Atchison, Kansas, a place we are yet to go for some weird reason. But this place is super haunted, and it's just a few blocks from the Sally House. This is your haunted holiday at the McIntyre Villa in Atchison, Kansas. Atchison, Kansas, Lindsay, for whatever reason, is just insanely haunted. There are tons of haunted places. And I actually ran across the owners of this location a while back. It was during the Omaha Paranormal Festival. And there was a bunch of different places that were talking about their haunted locations. And as soon as they said Atchison, I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, it's number one got to be haunted because I feel like everything in Atchison is haunted for some reason. It's almost, I mean, it's not quite like Savannah, but in Halloween time, like that place is hopping. There are tours all over the place going just down the streets of the place. So, I mean, this is going to be a good place to go. You know, I almost need to go back and refresh on the Sally House episode. It's been a long time since I've listened to it and just kind of remind myself, why the heck do they think this place is haunted? I mean, why that town in particular? I, I just, it's so bizarre to me, right? There is definitely some background there. Um, it was a pass-through town for a lot of people going to different places in the U.S. back in the day. But this house is very different than the Sally House. The Sally House is a pretty small home, you know, family residence. This house is a big Victorian mansion, and it is beautiful. And it was built in 1890 by a man named John McIntyre. And he was an Irish immigrant that moved to the United States as a child. He became a successful businessman, moved to Atchison, and decided to build this grand family home. And there isn't a whole lot of tragedy here. There is some. There's a lot of natural death, I guess, what, what I would say, and people that were very tied to the location you build this huge mansion for your family I, I would imagine you would have some ties there right his first wife Alice actually died just a couple years after the house was built in 1892 I didn't see if she died in the home or not but it's kind of expected she, her last days were likely in this particular house Shortly after she died, he ended up marrying his second wife, Anna, who had a couple children from a previous relationship. And John lived with her in the house until 1902 when he passed away. And Anna continued to live in the house with her children as well as a bunch of other relatives. So there was a lot of children 
running around throughout this home until 1916. After she passed away, somebody else purchased the house, and not long after that, it actually became a rooming house to local people that could rent out different areas of the building, and it became a little bit dilapidated, I guess. Not falling to the ground, but also not a well-kept Victorian mansion back in the mid-1900s. Later, there was a woman in town named Isabel Altus, and she just loved the house. It was her dream to purchase it, refurbish it, make it as grand as it used to be, which honestly, I see some of these old houses and I just think, oh my gosh, I wish I had the money to redo something beautiful like that wouldn't it be so cool like i always think about that too wouldn't it be cool to you know buy a like a old mansion and um fix it up and you know kind of restore it but modernize it a little bit too i just it'd be pretty neat but i, I mean that's an expensive undertaking it is definitely an expensive undertaking. And Isabel was considered kind of an eccentric in town. Apparently she was a retired professional violinist. But aside from that, she also always wore black to the point where the school kids would be scared by her. Like, oh my gosh, there was that woman because she was just always wearing black clothing and people thought she was a little bit odd. Well, unfortunately for her, the money situation became a little overwhelming, like it would for me in this scenario if I decided to purchase something like this. I think it was more than she even understood the cost would be for her. So she ended up selling the house to somebody else, but not long after she sold the house, the new owner actually found her sitting in the rocking chair in the home passed away of natural causes and so it's really not clear like did he just close on the house and not quite move in yet get the key and show up and she's dead in the home or did she like come back inside and die like I'm really not sure the way you posed how this all occurred sounds like like she had shown back up to the house, right? Like after she no longer lived there, but I mean, who knows? That's, that's really weird. It's almost how it read, but I mean, that just seems odd. You know what I mean? But Very strange. She was found passed away in her favorite rocking chair. Apparently her wake was actually held in the next room of the home, the living room where people could, you know, like at a wake, see her dead body before the, the funeral. So a lot of energy uh, related to that. Now, over the way you just said, see her dead body before the funeral. I mean, that's, that's morbid. That's I not mean, the way we no normally describe a wake. I mean, yeah. that's kind of strange. <laughs> but here's the other thing that you said that made me think she hadn't moved out yet. She was sitting in her favorite rocking chair. Now, I don't know what the, the terms of the sale were between her and the new owner, but I mean, usually you take your furniture with you. That's true. Unless they sold it furnished with like the old Victorian furniture or, or something like that. It's, it's hard to say, I guess. Could be, but it sounds like she probably still lived there at this point when she passed away. Or maybe he purchased it and was allowing her to stay for a period of time. 
afterwards until she got a new place. I, I don't think that would be unheard of either. That's true. All in all, Lindsay, the McIntyre Villa claims that there has been nine deaths by natural causes in the home. So likely people like Isabel, former owners, family, people when it was a rooming house, allowing locals to rent different rooms there, and apparently one suicide that occurred in 1922 of a man named Charles Donovan. And I believe there's not a whole lot of background on this, but it seems to be around the time that it was open to the public to be able to rent. Well, I mean, you never know, although maybe not a lot of tragedy, nine known deaths is still more than the average house. And a home that is over 100 years old. I mean, it's like 130 years old house. A lot of history there, not to mention it's in Atchison. The whole town's haunted. Who knows, you know, what type of energy is being held there. Your Haunted Holiday now has Patreon. That's right. If you're a YHH addict and just want more, you can now get access to early released episodes and member exclusive episodes. Exclusive episodes will feature exciting new paranormal topics that don't fit our typical format, but I am dying to discuss them with our listeners. Think Bigfoot, UFOs, and other infamous hauntings. You can also get updates on some of our most recent trips with content that just didn't really fit into one of our normal episodes. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash your haunted holiday or go to yourhauntedholiday.com to find the link. kind of lack of tragedy i mean there have been deaths here there was a suicide that occurred here it is extremely haunted now in comparison to the sally house i don't think there's a demon here posing to be a little girl named sally so there's still a definite creep factor but there is a lot of activity and also you get the run of this entire mansion and it's pretty sweet looking So if you don't know anything about the Sally House, we apologize now for ruining that uh, kind of (laughs) twist to that particular episode. I think most of our listeners are pretty familiar with, I mean, it's such a notorious location, but I mean, if you haven't listened to it, it's awesome in Ashison. I mentioned it earlier. Go back and listen to that episode. It's a good one. Yes. But let's talk about the hauntings in McIntyre Villa, because there is a lot of stuff that is going on here. The big things that people can actually see from the street, this is how it kind of started a bit, was people would actually see in the tower of the house lights turning on and off. The twist is there's no electricity in the tower section of this home. And so the fact that people were seeing lights going on and off is highly unusual, especially if nobody was in the house. Right. So maybe it's some sort of, I mean, it could be an intelligent haunt, but I kind of jumped to the idea that maybe it's residual, you know, maybe somebody who used to walk through the tower with a candle or or some sort of lamp or something, right? And maybe they're seeing that, you know, play out over over and over again. Maybe. It's a theory without being able to see it or know much. I like that theory. I I think a residual haunting makes a lot of sense there. There's also from the outside of the house, 
figures of people seen in the windows. So if you're even just driving by, a lot of times people will see somebody and then nobody's actually in the house at the time. Very creepy. Anytime I go by a really haunted building, I'm always looking at the windows, hoping to spot something creepy, but I have yet to see anything like that. There is also things that get moved. So we hear this a lot. Items will be moved from one spot to another without any explanation. So you're looking for something, you can't find it, you find it somewhere else. But not only that, they've actually had items move directly in front of people's face. They say that they've had items thrown off of the kitchen counters right in front of their eyes. Wow. See, that would be something that would be cool to like catch on video, right? Definitely. There has also been significant temperature changes. And usually when I think of temperature changes, I think of the temperature getting significantly colder. I was watching this video, it was like a local news channel, and they went there to investigate for Halloween time. And they had a thermal imaging camera, and the news guy was asking different questions, like, show yourself. And suddenly the temperature for just a split second on the thermal imager went up to like over 100 degrees, like massively for just a short period of time and then back down. That's that's definitely strange, right? I mean, you'd have to look for what other explanations could there be? I imagine they they attempted, right? Right, exactly. You can also smell perfume as well as a light scent of cigarettes sometimes in the house. There are sometimes like loud EVPs that are caught, sometimes to the point where it's not even really technically an EVP. You're just hearing somebody say something out loud for example the one of the new owners was fixing it up he was putting a new chandelier in one of the rooms and all of a sudden he heard a voice clear as day compliment him and just say that looks nice hmm that's pretty cool i like that and it sounds like a friendly ghost in that instance it was friendly but i did see some examples that were like really creepy and i don't know that it was really a mean spirit or if it just had like a scary voice but it would like sometimes it was like a deep voice like no i'm not or you know something like that like mm-hmm. it was a little like Ooh. well i mean sometimes <laughs> any sort of ghost voice is probably kind of creepy but i don't know maybe it's isabel that liked the the update to the house, right? She was in the process of renovating. I think that's definitely a possibility. And Isabel is seen in the house and she's a figure that's wearing all black, which of course sounds really scary, but she probably isn't really scary. I have a feeling she just is really attached to the house. She died there and she passed away in the rocking chair which to this day will rock on its own as if she is still sitting there today of course for whatever reason there is now a really creepy annabelle looking doll sitting in that rocking chair (laughs) like from the movie or like the real annabelle that's in the museum like the real one. It's like a Raggedy Ann style doll that is sitting there with 
a little framed thing that talks about how Isabel was found dead there of natural causes. Got it. Yeah, that's super creepy, but it sounds like they're they're not claiming the doll is haunted. They just happen to put a doll there, which Lisa and I can attest that when you go to some of these haunted locations that are kind of creepy and old, sometimes they put dolls in places. I think sometimes they like having the dolls in the house and they're not meaning for it to be adding to the scare, but it always makes the place scarier, no matter whether they're trying to just add something to the room or not. A doll is always scarier than no doll in these old haunted houses. Agreed. And I don't know how many dolls are in this place. I will say from the pictures, it looks like it's been very tastefully restored. I mean, there's a couple creepy items. Like there's like a mannequin with a wedding dress situation on. But I mean, those are pretty few and far between based on the pictures that I saw. Look like they're in very specific spots. Most of the rooms look pretty, you know, like it's been restored with old style Victorian furniture and pretty. So is this now a, like a museum or is this a bed and breakfast? What is this? This is really just like a place you can rent out to stay the night and do a haunted investigation. Oh, cool. You can also rent it out for other things. So to the point that it's been tastefully redone, you could rent it out for a wedding, for example. People have definitely done that. However, most people that go here are here for the ghost hunt. Now... Where you really want to look for activity and some of the scarier activity of this place is on the second floor. There's activity elsewhere. However, this seems to be where a major hub of stuff going on is happening. There is a ton of footsteps in the hallways of the second floor. In fact, I saw one video of a group of young looking girls, probably, I don't know, high school maybe a little bit older and they're hanging out in the second floor and you could kind of hear footsteps a little bit and you can see them all like react to it and turn their heads in the same direction down the hall and then they all immediately like book it out of there and this was like security camera footage gotcha that's funny so they clearly all reacted to the same thing and decided uh that footsteps was creeping about which can be really scary especially if you hear them like walking in your direction definitely it's always weird when you hear some sort of noise I mean I would say nine times out of ten that Lisa and I have heard something we can usually come up with some sort of explanation or likelihood that it came from you know like the AC kicking on or something like that right but there are those noises that come up that you just can't explain. You know, footsteps can be a very specific noise. You know, if that's if if that's what they're hearing and they can confirm, you know, no one else was in the building. I mean, sometimes that can be some of your best evidence is that kind of thing. Oh, I agree. I have heard footsteps before that are clear as day footsteps and nobody is there. And it can be quite startling when that happens and you realize like nobody else is in the house or you know whatever it is like although it's common and I know we talk about it a lot like of course there's footsteps here but I mean footsteps can be a really significant thing to hear while you're on a ghost hunt definitely I think noises in general 
are some of the most op like you're going to catch that kind of thing more often than you are seeing an actual apparition. I mean, that like that's super rare. Most people never even get an opportunity to have that happen. So like noises are the things that I think you got to listen for. Sometimes just sitting quietly, you're going to hear things that if you weren't paying attention, you might have missed. The other thing on the second floor that people experience is just a feeling of uneasiness and being watched. And this is coupled with some shadow figures that people see up there. There are a couple of them that have been seen from time to time. One of them is reported, Lindsay, to have glowing eyes. Like what color glowing eyes? It didn't say. I would imagine <laughs> if they were red, that would have been in the description. Right, right. You'd think glowing would have some sort of color associated, but that's interesting. I mean, I think maybe like yellow or green. Because if they would have, if it was red, they would have been like red glowing eyes. Right. Maybe like more of a yellow, like a like a regular light, like an orb or something, maybe. I don't, I don't know. And the other shadow person they've seen was apparently so large, it was wider than an actual door frame. Can you imagine seeing a shadow figure like looming over you that is so big that it is wider than the entry of a door? Huh, that's, that's so weird. Like I was saying to answer your question earlier, this place really is all about the ghost hunt. People can rent it out for other reasons. I think about, you know, some people might want to have their wedding in this grand Victorian mansion. People have certainly done that and it is totally available for those types of things and events. And like I said, it's like tastefully decorated. So you could definitely pull something like that off. However, the new owners even purchased it because it is haunted. That is really the purpose of this place. When you go to their website, it is very clear. It gives you the history. It tells you how many deaths have happened there. It tells you what types of hauntings you should anticipate. And it also, if you look at the tours section, it's all about staying there for several hours overnight in a haunted place. and. Really what you are going to book here are group reservations. So between one to 10 people can go with you for essentially like a, a single rate, which is very common at a lot of these places. If you think about Sally House, Villisca Axe Murder House, Squirrel Cage Jail, which we went to recently, um, that's gonna be a pretty common thing. And I feel like the rates here are really reasonable. And I think Halloween time would probably be a tough time to get in here, but it would be a great time to go to Atchison and take some tours and then stay the night at McIntyre Villa or the Sally House or wherever you want to go. But on Friday and Saturday nights, it's the peak time. It costs $400 for up to 10 people to stay. And it lasts between 3 p.m. to 10 a.m. the next day. Okay. That's a great, great deal. Like, we've paid more than that for other locations. I mean, maybe they were more notoriously haunted, but that long of a, a time to be able to be there with 10 people, if you split the cost among your friends, this is absolutely a reasonable price. I'm, I'm actually surprised 
that that was the rate. Yeah, it is a great price. And you have the run of this huge mansion, essentially, and it just looks like a really cool place. It's a lot of square footage. There's a really creepy basement where a lot of activity happens, too, that's even got, like, dirt floors down there and stuff. So, like, even though it's beautiful, like, there's plenty of spaces to be scared in this place. <laughs> Including dirt floors, like you say, which is... I mean, it's it's a basement of an old house. What are you gonna What are you gonna do? Yeah, but I mean, it's creepy. It gives you, <laughs> I understand. Like, vibes. I get it. Now, Sunday through Thursday, if you're able to go on not a weekend day, it's an even better deal, Lindsay. Up to ten people, three hundred dollars. We're gonna have to go down and do this. It's not that far from Omaha. I will say, when I was talking to the owners at that paranormal convention that I went to, I want to go, but I think it's pretty booked up because I would have liked to have gone there when you were in town in July in Omaha, but it was totally full. So if you want to go, especially in the summer months and around Halloween time, it's going to book up pretty quick. So make sure that you plan that out. The other thing I will say they do have a refrigerator on site for you to be able to store snacks or soda and they also provide coffee sodas and water and you can bring a cooler for any other snacks that you might want during your stay it's that rate and you get soda and water and coffee i mean (laughs) that's better service than we've ever had at one of these places that's funny agreed normally it's just take care of yourself right but it sounds like they're they're gonna take care at least some of that for you which is nice wow well i gotta tell you lisa we we need to make a trip down this place sounds like pretty promising i like the idea of going down to atchison i really want to go to the sally house too but this is at least one of those places you know the price is a little bit more reasonable you know depending on your budget you could still at least go to atchison and find a haunted place that you could stay overnight and do a real ghost hunt in is always fun right it's always fun to get together with your friends and just kind of have a fun night ghost hunting can't go wrong <laughs> all right well we appreciate everyone that listens to the show make sure if you're enjoying the show spread the word spread the word to your friends family who might be interested in paranormal and ghosts let them know we have a fun show um your haunted holiday go to our website uh go to your hauntedholiday.com hit contact us and send us an email send us an email with recommendations for future episodes Also, you can always send us a ghost story. We get those from time to time and we love reading them out on the episodes. So thank you so much for listening and have a great week. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. 